0: Hi everyone and welcome to episode 10 of the Bites podcast with your host Michelle, that's me. This week I'm going to talk about why care about food. Sometimes a life-defining moment can prompt us to explore our own health and nutrition. Two examples for me are um, about four years ago, a little bit longer, uh, my mum was diagnosed with lung cancer. She had given up smoking 10 years prior to the diagnosis, but the damage had already been done. My mum also had COPD, and she was eating a relatively healthy diet because she, she knew about um, food, the quality of food and supplements. Um, because she had worked in a national health food store. And like I say, she was well-educated in, um, in nutrition. And because of what the store, store sold, it was a lot of um, supplements for people that were um, had different um, diagnoses of their own from healthcare professionals and they wanted to go down the route of not so much medication from the GP but trying to find it in a in a whole food store. So when my mum was receiving end-of-life care, that was three years ago because mum died three years ago this month At the time I did a lot of research into foods and how macros work, why sugars are a major factor in health scares, for instance, or for example, in diabetes, cancers, lots of other illnesses and diseases. And I looked into what supplements are necessary and beneficial to use on a daily basis. And there isn't really a lot, but when you, when you really very unwell and you are sort of housebound then there are supplements that are beneficial because you can't get out into the fresh air and get the the natural vitamin d so then a supplement of vitamin d would help towards your overall self-care So if we can't get the vitamins from the food that we eat, then supplements are very important to how we look, feel and function. I looked into simple foods like full fat Greek yogurt, berries, peanut butter for mum's breakfast. All of these were beneficial so much so that they worked for the gut, the gut microbiome. I looked into other natural foods like wheatgrass to make um, wheatgrass drinks with because there's a lot of uh, benefactories in, in that. As my research found out for people that are um, that have cancer because with mum having cancer, I was looking into things that might prolong her life a little bit more. I'm not saying that wheatgrass does that or did that but what I read about it said that it could so I thought we'll have to give it a try. I've got you know I'm caring for my mum. Don't want to lose her. I'm gonna try and keep her for us on this earth for as long as long as I could and as long as mum was comfortable and able to to eat and drink um and and laugh you know Lacta is sometimes the best medicine. Um, I just wanted to to do the best I could to help, to help her, to keep her here. Um, I looked into CBD tablets, which we we got, and Mum was taking those as well, and I believe that those did help. Um, And Mum did her best to eat and drink everything that I gave her that I had researched to, to help sort of prolong her life if I could and I believe that this helped her during her final weeks uh, we believed in each other and after mum died I decided I wanted to give back to those who would benefit from nutrition and wellness advice Um, So, I want to give value to my clients and to anyone who wants to live a happier, healthier lifestyle by the research that I've done over the last few years um, and what I continue to do. The second life defining moment is happening right now to me. At the end of August this year, I was on a bicycle ride cycling on a road as i approached a ford as soon as my bike entered the water because it was so slippery underneath the water which i didn't know at the time my bike skidded and i fell off and i was going at a little bit speed so subsequently i broke my hip it was a very serious break and i received major hip surgery the next morning my hip was screwed back together with a plate and obviously with screws. Um, and the pain has been horrendous at times. I was unable to do most things for, for the first few weeks. I was not allowed to, to wait bare on the, um, on the leg that was operated on. I was given hospital equipment to use at home I was on crutches for approximately 12 weeks. Um, I was pushed in the wheelchair for approximately 10 weeks. I was barely able to lift or move my operated leg for at least the first six weeks. It was a very scary time, um, but I kept a good mindset because of my studies doing nutrition and wellness. I and also, I've got a great partner, an amazing partner who helped me through all of this, kept me, um, kept my mindset positive, kept me alert, kept me just wanting to, to go on and do bigger and better. Once, um, once the hip's all healed and I'm able to walk around properly, and hopefully be able to run and back on the bike and, um, and do all the, the activities that I enjoyed before, uh, before breaking my hip. Um, So now I'm back to walking without the crutches. I've been back to my CrossFit class for approximately five weeks, five or six weeks. And this has helped immensely with my rehab. Because of doing CrossFit before the accident, my bone density was very, very strong. And hopefully still is very, very strong. I've been doing little workouts at home. Um, with with weights and resistance bands, I am attending a rehab physio class at the local hospital. And during the time of the accident, my website, my Nutribo website, launched on the same day. Um, and because of not, I'm now off work. I've been off work since. So, um, since the end of August for my main job where I work with the NHS. I am, like I say, the website launched and it has given me time to concentrate on both uh, the website and this podcast. I have done a lot of research into nutrition. I'm a certified nutrition coach. and that goes hand in hand with the podcast and the website and the the clientele. So this life-defining moment has given me the scope to learn more and more about the body, about food management, about sleep patterns, hydration, supplements, fitness, wellness, mindset, the list goes on. It has made me realise that when you are disabled for a short time that people treat you slightly differently um, and fitness can be difficult. My food intake was the same, if not more, Um, and I still kept active, as I said before, with upper upper body strength um, and all the physio exercises that I was given from the hospital, I was doing those at home. My motto is never give up, never give in, and that's something that I'll never, you know, that's something that I'll do, I will not give up, I will not give in, never. Uh, luckily I have the strength and resilience to get well again and every day it's getting better although the it's still very very sore um, and I've got restricted movement it's um it will get better it will so I need to give back to society I need to give back to the universe for these two examples that I've just given you on the life defining moments And it is my duty of care as a nutrition and wellness coach to do this. We need to care about food because it defines who we are. Um, So let's get to it. Next week will be episode 11. You can find me on Instagram, nutri.beau. Because of my Jolly accent, I spell that out every week. The website is nutribo.co.uk and you can contact me, admin at nutribo.co.uk I I am always at the end of an email, get in touch, give me direct messages on Instagram, Um, if it's legitimate, I will get back to you. I'll do anything that I can to help. Um, I'm doing more and more research and this will reflect on future episodes of NutriBytes. So until next week, I'll sign out and I'll just say to you guys, have a good one.